Speaking to fear. Roger, we're rolling now, buddy. Let's do it. <clears throat> now, this is a scripture that you should memorize. You should know this scripture. This scripture has been hijacked by crazy people, though. All right? The Bible says, say it with me, the thief, that's Satan, the devil, the wicked one, the thief comes not, come on, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus speaking right here, say it with me, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly or a fuller life. A lot of people think, you know, Satan's come to steal, kill, destroy. Jesus has come that I can get a new house, a new Cadillac, pretty new lady. Doesn't mean a thing like that. The longer I have preached and served the Lord and lived life, the longer and the more I'm believing that that verse, the abundant life is for me to be able to overcome things in my life. Because of Jesus Christ, I can do all things. I can have a life to the full. That's what that word abundant life. I can have a life to the full even when bad things are happening to me. I can have a life that is full even when I should be scared to death. God, through Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the living God can help us through anything. Amen? And I believe that's the abundant life. So the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. And the reason I put that scripture there, because you're going to see here in just a bit as we get into this Christmas story, part of the Christmas story. So, fear is real, and fear is a what? Now, one more time. Let's do it. You go help me now. I know it's after Christmas and you're tired, but let's try it again. Fear is what? And fear is a what? It's a battlefield. How many would absolutely raise their hand and say, absolutely, that is the truth. Some fears in my life. It has absolutely been a fight. One of the hardest fights of my life. So, it's a battlefield of good and evil. It is a battlefield of hope and despair. And we've probably been on both sides of that, you and me. It's a battlefield of light and darkness. How many in your fearful times, I'm talking about some serious struggles in your life, you went to a very dark place. Let me see some hands. I mean, Pastor, it was dark. All right. So that's what we're talking about. It's a battlefield, man. But it, and it's a battlefield of life and death. It's a battlefield of life. A lot of people didn't make it. A lot of people didn't make it through their fear. They ended up jumping off a bridge. And I'm not trying to be funny here. I might do a series sometime, and I'm serious, about why did the people jump off the Skyway Bridge? It's one of the number one places in this country where people go up there and jump off a bridge and kill themselves. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? A lot of people don't make it through fear. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a serious situation of life and death. And some people go through fear and they might not kill themselves, but they're dead the rest of their life. They're dead to their family. They're dead to their whatever. They might just become wasted all the time. Drinking. Who knows? But fear can absolutely kill a person. Say that with me. Fear is a what? It's a hope stiller and it's a what? One more time. Fear is a what? It's a... And it's a... The word hope, by the way, it ain't ho, 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 by the way. That's what Santa says, ho, ho, ho. I've given whole messages. You ought to listen to them sometime. I'll just on that. Ho, ho, ho. What a dumb thing to say. Ho, ho, ho. I'm from the country. Who come up with this? 
You know what I believe? I used to believe, I think it was hope, hope, hope. I think it was hope, hope, hope. I really do. I believe that. Hope is confident excitement. I mean, confident, it's a confident expectation. I'm sorry. Hope is confident expectation. That's what it means. Ho, ho, ho. What is that? Ho. But hope is a confident expectation. And the P-E means to me praise and excitement. Ho, what's that? But hope, my goodness, hope with praise and excitement on the end changes the whole word. Did I lose you for a second there? Fear will steal your hope. Fear will steal your confidence. Fear will kill you, man. So let's look at it. Now, how can we're in a series on fear, and I can't redo the whole thing. But let's go now. I'm going to try right here. Here we go. Speaking to fear. So we're going to the Christmas story, and we're going to see the who, the what. Yay! How many love that, that song? We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts which traverse so far. That's enough. Quit, please. Thanks. That's all I know. I'm going to know some of it, and I'm going to mess it up. Here we go. So the wise men. I've titled this part of the series on fear, speaking to fear, God Knows the Future. But if you think back on fearful times in your life, or maybe you're going through it right now, you don't think you have a future. Do you? Yes or no? How many would say that when you were through your hardest time, you thought it was over? I mean, I couldn't even see straight. I didn't know I had anything left for me. we got to speak to fear. Fear's real. It's a belief. It's a desire that we want to flee from whatever this thing is. We need to speak to fear. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I've got all kinds of scripture where God has given me over 365 times in the Bible. He tells me not to do it. But I do it and it takes me down. And so how can I do this? Wise men, you're pretty smart, aren't you? Can you help me? I need some help from the wise men. So let's read this first passage and let's get our feet under us. A lot of people want to talk about this passage being when Jesus was a toddler. Okay, and I'm fine, whatever. I'm not going to even go into that. I don't give a hoot. Amen? But it would have taken a while, see the star to get there, so there's no doubt that he could have been a little older than the night that he was born in the manger. Okay? But don't worry about that. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, of the Jews, for we've seen his star in the east, and they couldn't take a bus and get there, okay, an airplane, and we, we've seen that star, and we are come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem was troubled with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people, I mean, this was a problem. King of the Jews, this special child. Word was getting out. Remember the shepherds? Remember them? They started telling everybody everything happened. You know what I'm saying? Word was getting out. And so he gathered the chief priest, Terry did. He demanded of them, where is this Messiah, this anointed one, this chosen one, this holy one, where, where he should be born? And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea. Because it's written that way in the prophets, Micah. The prophet Micah in the Old Testament 
hundreds of years before said the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. So he's inquiring of these priests, and this is the prophecy, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are you not the least among the princes of Judah? But for out of you shall come a governor that shall rule the people Israel. So this thing sort of shook up people. Y'all with me so far? Then Herod, when he privately called the who? The wise men. If anybody ever names you in your neighborhood, oh, he's the wise man. That's pretty nice. What time the star appeared. And Herod, oh, now he's sort of in charge now, you see. He sends the wise men who are already on this journey seeking, right? He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for thee. And there's that word. Say it with me. Young child. That's why many people think, you know, under two years old, somewhere in that ballpark. Who knows? And when you found him, bring me word again. Look at this. That Herod's saying that he may do what? Sit with me. That I might what? That I might come and worship him too. Herod's a liar. Herod is a hope stealer. Herod is a hope killer. Herod is a picture of Satan in the Christmas story. Okay? So, we're talking about fear today, though. But we had to set the table. You still with me? How about you, buddy? Good. I appreciate it. Here we go. Let's learn from some wise men. Now, guys, I know the story here. But I want to just see some things. And I've, I've given several messages on the wise men. It doesn't make me any better than nobody. But I ask the Lord, help me see some how, they, how, how we can learn from fear and speak to fear through this. And so I put together a few points, and they're pretty simple, actually. So here we go. We'll go to verse 9. We haven't missed a verse yet. Okay? When they heard the king, when the wise men met with the king and they heard Herod, they what? They departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Okay? Now, I don't know all about this. That's why people say under the age of two or a toddler or whatever. I don't even worry myself about that. But there's this star that they've seen, and they still are following this thing somehow, some way. Okay? Went before them till it came and stood over where the young what? Where the young child was. So here we're talking about speaking to fear. Now that's all we saw so far. Roger, pop that verse up one more time for me if you don't mind. So here we go. When they heard the king, the wise men departed, and lo, the star, say it with me, which they what? Saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. We're talking about speaking to fear, and this is me to you today. Okay? And asking the Lord to help me. Not a lot of points here. Not, not a lot of stuff. I'm talking about fear and the future. And I know what it is to really, really hurt guys. And uh, if you don't know me, I can't take every week and go over everything that I've been through in my life. Okay? But I've been hurt pretty bad to where I've wanted to take my own life. If you ever get there, that's some pretty bad hurt. You hear me? But who's arguing whether your hurt led you to that place or led you to maybe do something else stupid? You know what I mean? But the bottom line is when you are hurting, when you are fearful, when you have a belief that you can't make it, 
that you're nobody, that you're garbage, or whatever the case might be. I'm going to tell you something. That's a dark place. And the future is nowhere to be found. (laughs) You hear me or not? So this message today is on when I'm in that place of fear, I want to know I have a future. Because the thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy, just like Herod did. Just like Herod. But Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. So even in the midst of our fear, we've got to see that we have a future. Y'all hear me? Or is that making any sense? Yes or no? We've got to see that we've got a future. So this first point was the wise men. What can they teach us today? They saw the star. And the word I put here is vision. Lord, give me vision in my fear. Say that with me. Lord, give me vision in my fear. Give me vision in my fear. Help me see. Help me see my way out of this crap. I need help. And that's my word, vision. And this is what I want. This is what I want to have in my life right here. When I'm going through fear, point number one, I want to see the Lord. Say that with me. I want to see the Lord. Say that with me. I want to see the Lord. One more time. I want to see the Lord. What does that mean to me personally? When, I, when I've been in my fearful times, and I've had a couple of them. Guys, I've had several of them. <laughs> okay. And uh, I just don't want to go through fearful times in my life the same. I want to be changed. When I go through fear, when I go through trial, when I go through things that break my heart, when I go through things that are just hard, I want to be a different person. Did y'all hear me or not? I don't know if you're catching my drift if you don't know me. But if you know some of my story, I do not want to be the same man. I want to be a better man. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. I want to be a better man. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better whatever I can be. But that's what I'm talking about. I think you need to say that to fear. You need to say that to fear. And that is, now the word vision is just up there, but this is what you need to say to fear. I want to see the Lord. Say that with me. I want to see the Lord. And I'm not talking about Him showing up and I saw Jesus. I'm talking, I want to see the Lord through this situation in my life. I want to see Him work in my life. I want to see Him help me get out of this mess I'm in. I want to see Him change me, change my... I want to see it! When you see that, when you have that kind of testimony, and that's, that's what I have. I have a testimony. People can come to me who've been married and their wife leaves them. Or their husband leaves them like they're a dog, like they're nothing. They can come to me. And they don't just get me to open up the Bible. I can tell them my own pain, my own hurt, my own struggle. How I know what you're feeling. And I can help people see when they can't see. See, that's the beauty of this right here. Y'all with me so far? So, say it with me again. I want to see... The Lord. That's what the wise men did. They saw the star. They saw something. I want to be that guy when I'm going through fear that sees something. When I preached at the high school, I was really low, man. Whew. And there was a little crack way up at the top. 
And I've told you this story before, but there's these big pillars, and there was a crack way at the top. Way up there. But here I was, way down here at the bottom. And I used to tell myself, I'm going to get way up there one day. I'm getting out of this pit. That's what I called it, a pit. How many felt like that in your fear? Just a pit, man. It's a hole. But I used to say, I'm getting out of this pit. And I'm okay. And I kept looking. I'd look up week after week. <laughs> I'd see that spot up there. And you know what? I made it. But you've got to see it. Amen? And it's not your own strength. Don't get me wrong here. This is the Lord. Lord, you're going to help me. Say that with me. Lord, you're going to. But you've got to see it. You've got to speak like that. Instead of like, poor me, I can't make it. Everything bad out of me. I don't kill myself. I don't got any hope. Where's the whiskey? You know? I mean, or you can say, Lord, I'm in, I'm in bad shape, but I want to see you. I want to see you help me. You can do this. I know you can. You've got to help me, Lord. I want to see you with my own eyes. I want to be that testimony. I want to be that one that you helped. Whoo, I'm wore out. There we go. Keep going. We're just moving in the story. There's not a lot of verses. When they saw the star, say that part with me. This is going to lead us to point number two on speaking to fear. Say it with me. They what? Rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Point number two in speaking to fear. This is my message. If you don't like it, blame me. Number two. I put the word emotions up there. If anything fear does, it will make you an emotional wreck. Make you do things, say things, act a certain way. It is crazy what that old heart can do. Desperately wicked, the Bible says. It is just a, you'll become a basket case. You can. So I put the word emotions here. What do I want to say to fear? Just some thoughts from the wise men I was reading here. What do I want to say to fear? Pop it up, Rod. Here it is. I want to say this. Say that with me. I want to what? I want to feel the Lord. And I understand just basing everything on feelings. I didn't say that. But when you are fearful, when you've been left, when you've been hurt, when you feel lost, when you feel abandoned, when you, whatever that fear might be, whatever that struggle might be in your life, whatever it might be, hopelessness, whatever it might be, you're numb. You're numb. That's how you've been. You're just numb. You're like a zombie. You can be. And so for me, I want to speak to, to fear. I want to say to fear. Because fear is a belief. But so is faith. And there's a fight going on here. Somebody's got to fight on this battlefield. And that's where this message is coming from. Saying to the enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy my life. To say, I want to see the Lord. To say to the enemy, I want to feel the Lord. Because what I'm feeling doesn't feel good. Y'all catching my drift so far? This isn't the kind of message I can just read and i got to holler this thing. I should have wore a short sleeve shirt, I'll tell you that. But you know why I wear black. Yeah. You look, not Johnny Cash, baby, no. You lose weight. I got three right there in black. I can't even see you. You're like this big. Anyway. 
So we so far cool on this fear thing. I want to see the Lord in my mess. I want to feel the Lord. I know plenty of what it feels like to feel like garbage. To feel like I'm nothing. And you can stay there. Or you can say, I want the Lord to enter my emotions. I want the Spirit of the living God to crawl up inside of me and help me. Help me smile again. Help me laugh again. I didn't realize years ago before my mother was murdered, she came down. And she lived with a mean man, my stepdad. But she came here right after Mitch was born in 87 to Inglewood, Florida. And she was heavy. I could just see her heart just heavy. But everybody's heart would be heavy if you had to live with that guy. But she, that's the way she was. She was going to stay in that marriage. That's the way it was. And I didn't know everything about it. And if you knew my mother, forget trying to tell Mama what to do. But I remember Mama being at the beach with me and little Mitch in the waves. And she was sitting on her fanny in the water. Now, she's from Carolina. She's not a beach woman. Never had much and nothing in her life. And she's sitting there. And I'm a young guy. I don't know how, what was I, 25, 26, 27 years old. And I watch Mama take a snorkel. She ain't never seen one of them. Stick it in her mouth. The glasses. And she's looking in there at the shells. This is a country woman. Never had anything. And the wave would get her. And you know how the waves get you and it turns you like that a little bit. She ain't swimming there. She's just sticking her head down there while she's sitting on her rear end in the shells in the sand. And she just laughed. She just laughed. And I saw, I just saw some, some, I saw my mother feel something. She felt happy. Now, I wish her story would have ended differently. She chose to stay in a relationship, and the man shot and killed her. But. My mother, I believe, in the last days of her life, last year or so of her life, I think she was, uh, I think she was speaking to fear. Y'all hear me or not? That's why she's a champion to me today. And uh, but I just remember, I don't know why I didn't have that plan. I just remember her that, I just want to feel the Lord. Say that with me. I just want to what? I'm talking about in fear. I want to feel the Lord. And you know when you do. You hear me? It don't have to be flopping like a chicken. Listen, when you got fear and you're all screwed up inside, you ain't asking to flop like no chicken. You're just asking not to cry. Amen or oh me. Or you're just asking for two hours of sleep, maybe. You hear me? So it's just a good word, I think. Point three. Wise men, help us. When they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with his mother... Mary, and here's what the wise men did. Say it with me. They what? And they what? So what they saw and they felt, and now they're worshiping. And I'm just trying to see how I can deal with fear as I look at the Christmas story. That's all I'm doing here, guys. We could preach just nine ways in a Sunday, different way. 
But I got my focus, my magnifying glass on help me see fear because they were scared to death. Don't think these wise men were not scared to death being, being with Herod. You think these smart men were duped by that joker, yes or no? You think they knew they were a tool? Say. You think, he, you think they might have thought, when we get done... So don't think that these jokers aren't scared. So they fell down and worshipped him. Leads me to point number three. And that's the word intimacy. These are my words. So vision, emotions, intimacy. I want to see the Lord. I want to feel the Lord. Intimacy. Say it with me. I want to what? It's more than a feeling. I want the Lord to walk with me. Through this valley of shadow of death. You say you will. I want you to be with me. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you. Because I'm hurting right now. I don't know anything. No answers. No nothing. That's what I'm talking about. I want to experience you, Lord. And I hate to tell you this. It's not going to come by you popping money in an offering plate or writing your favorite TV preacher. It's going to come through pain. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bad news after Christmas, isn't it? For you to experience the Lord and His closeness, you're going to experience Him through fighting fear. That is the abundant life. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, but I'm coming that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. And you can see me, and you can feel me, and you can know me. But you're not going to know me. Amazing grace. I mean, I love to sing. Hooping and hollering at the ball game, I love them. But my greatest times of growing and knowing the Lord has been in the, in the ditch, baby. Hurting. How many would raise their hand and say, me too, preacher. Me too, preacher. So you see what I'm saying? I'm not smoking something up here. Even though when you're fearful, you'd like to. Number four, we're almost done. I thought I'd let you all out early. It didn't happen. I had every intention. When they opened their treasures, they did what? They presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's why you hear there's three wise men. We don't really know that. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. We're learning. They presented him what? So now they saw the star. They rejoiced. And they worshipped. And now what are they going to do? The word I wrote is this. Generosity. Generosity. It's a little bit of an odd word when you're talking about fear. But they presented on him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And the interesting thing is that frankincense and myrrh was used to embalm dead bodies. Really, that's what it was for. It was spices, and it was used for that. The word myrrh literally means crushed. Crushed. They were giving him things that were really a prophecy of who Jesus would be and who he would become and how he would go to the cross and be crushed and all that stuff. Isn't that crazy? 
But I think those, 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 those things speak to me as well. Gary, you're going to be crushed. And I've been crushed. But you know when I'm crushed? I want to smell good. Say that with me. When I'm... I want to what? Have you ever seen people that are just crushed and, they're, and it's, it's over for them? I mean, their countenance, their influence they once had. You see ball players that were making millions of dollars. They're homeless people. But, I mean, this is real life. Things can happen in your life, and you can get in there and crawl in, in, in fear and just hang out in there in that belief and that desire, and it will kill you because that's what the Scripture said it would do. Steal, kill, and destroy you. Or, with Jesus, you can have life to the full. Yeah, praise the Lord. What a praise the Lord. Come on, it's good stuff, baby. One of my favorite topics is this. So, here's my fourth point. Say that with me. I want to what? And I think that's where the TV preachers have... uh, Suck the life out of the church. Not just TV preachers, churches as well. I ain't talking about the money kind. I'm talking about this kind. I want to see the Lord. I want to feel the Lord. I want to experience the Lord. I want to give to the Lord. What does that mean? I want through my pain and my crushing and my hurt and my dark places and my fear, I want to be able to help other people. I want to be able to give to other people. I want them to come to be able to see me and say, Thank you. You know what you're talking about. You've been there, man. And I can say, Yes, with the comfort I was comforted by the Holy Spirit. He's using me to comfort you now. I want to be that kind of guy. Amen? And fear hates that. Fear wants to shut you up. That's what I mean by I want to give to the Lord. I want to be a generous guy. Now, what do I mean? It would be easy sometimes for me to not talk about my pain or talk about my struggle. Maybe some of you are tired of it, sick of it. I'm sorry that you live on planet Earth where people come in here every week and their life's a a wreck and a mess at times. And I want to be that guy for as long as I can to be able to give back to those people. And I want us to be that kind of church that loves Jesus Christ and we love people. And we put our love for Jesus and our love for people above our political politics. Did you hear what I just said? I'm a conservative. Nobody's more conservative than me. But I have hurt. I've had pain. And you can get people to line up on the right side. And all that kind of stuff at the end of the day, you still got people, their life is shot. And we have the answer. We have Jesus Christ. And it's so hopeful, man, that you've been through this garbage and you've been through it in your life. And you can actually help people. What a thrill that is. Yes or no, amen. How many have done that in your mess? Let me see some man. Done it. How's it feel? And the key is R-E-A-L. Real. Last one, we got to quit. Five points. This was one of the last things my mother wrote. It stands in the church in a, in a building they named after her in Rockingham, North Carolina. If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you... If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch, you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in the world we find success, 
begins with a fellow's will. It's all about the state of mind. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. And I'm doing all this in Christ, guys. Got it? Yes or no? Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that's the kind of person I want to be. Y'all hear me or not? Aren't you glad this series is over? And being warned of a God in a dream. Huh. That they shouldn't go back to Herod. Why? Because he's going to what? I'll kill them. They departed into their own country another way. And Raj, we're out of time. There was more message, but we'll quit. Give me the points. The fifth point in speaking to fear is the word I put up is discernment. But here's the point. So I want to see the Lord. I want to feel the Lord. I want to, what was the next one? I want to experience the Lord. What's the next one? I want to give to the Lord. Let Him give through my life. And the last one is this, discernment. Help me. I want spiritual wisdom from the Lord. Tell fear that. You're real, what I'm going through. But you're a liar. You're a liar. This real experience I've gone through, Satan, you want to take that and destroy my life. But I want to see the Lord through this crap. I want to feel the Lord. I want to experience the Lord. I want to be able to be the one that gives back. Because I was one of the ones that made it. And I want you, Lord, to give me wisdom. Give me wisdom to navigate my life, but also give me wisdom so that I can give back to other people and I can speak to people. And listen, if he'll do it to a fellow who's the son of a seventh grade cotton cotton mill sweeper and a waitress, didn't graduate high school, drunk, don't even talk good English, if God can use me, He can use you. Let's praise the Lord. We're done with the message. Merry Christmas.